It's the Not So Bon Voyage podcast, episode 52. Woohoo! On today's episode, we're talking about Vietnam evacuations, airport fights, and plane thieves. Plus, we debut a brand new segment. Grab your boarding pass and let's go. And then the train got lost. How does the train get lost when it's on rail? I just want to get out there in the wild. Well, it was in the itinerary. I mean, adventure, it's calling. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been excellent. G'day. G'day! Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, 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 everybody. Voyagers, it is the Not So Bon Voyage podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Christine. And we welcome you back to episode 52 of this wonderful, wonderful journey that we're on together. Yes, we are. Well, you're on this with us. You're stuck with us now. You're stuck I mean, with us. I mean, 52 episodes later, we're basically in a relationship and you guys are here with us. Yes, at least it's a de facto relationship, maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't relationship shame. Everything, we like all kinds of relationships here. We yes, can be a partnership. Especially... We can be a, I don't know. As long as it's a relationship, because we are on the ship and on the voyage together. We see what should. I did there? Oh, I see what you did. You're, the boat pun. You're sharp today. You are very sharp. I feel like I'm on my game today. You are. It's a Friday. It's a summer Friday. Feeling good. Got some good stories. I'm ready to bust this out. All right. Well, before we do get started on a couple of in the newses today, we do have a quick update for you. It is Monday. You are listening to this on August the 3rd. And we have officially, at least for the next couple of weeks, decided that we are just doing a Monday show. I know we've been playing with your hearts, doing a lot of different things over the last couple of weeks, but we've been experimenting. We've been asking for feedback and we really appreciate all the feedback from the voyages over the last couple of weeks. And we know that you love the Voyager chats. We know that you love the Voyager submissions. We know you love it all. You like the diversity of the show. You like it when we just talk and it's just us on the show. We've heard a lot of good feedback about that. We yes. weren't so sure, but now we know that you but really we, love us. Now we know that you like <laughs> us. At least you can tolerate us enough until you hear the other stories. So our update is, is that we're going back to one episode a week. It will just be a Monday show. You will just be able to kickstart your week with the Not So Bon Voyage podcast on Mondays. And we're going to do segments. We're going to keep it fresh. We're going to keep it interesting. We're going to keep all your favorite parts of the podcast so far. So whether that's a Voyager submission, whether that's a Voyager chat, we're definitely still going to do those. Yeah, we're definitely having guests on. And we have some great guests coming up lined up. Facts, we do. And we're going to do in the news and we're going to tell our long story formats as well and talk about our own story. So we're really going to just keep it a variety. But the one thing that you can always be guaranteed is that the Not So Bon Voyage podcast will always be about when shit goes wrong on the road. That's right. We are committed to that theme and we are never wavering. We are never wavering because that is what we are. We're not. I mean, obviously, aviation and aerospace and and avian law, those are our subsets. Mm -hmm. But everything else... It's just all secondary to the travel story. So that is our quick update to let you know that it will just be Mondays from now on and we will keep all of your interesting segments and we might even throw in a few new segments. Yes, I have a new segment that you don't know about but that I will be introducing at the end of the episode. Well, there you go. I spoke too soon. We have a new segment as well at the end of the episode. So make sure you stick around and let's get into some in the news. Christine, hit it. Okay, so my in the news today is actually from a couple weeks ago, but sometimes we have in the news from years ago, so that's basically This is basically new. new news. It's new news, you guys. So a couple weeks ago, as I mentioned, at Fort Lauderdale Airport, that's in Florida, they had a altercation in the airport in which three passengers on Spirit Airlines attacked. I don't know why I'm laughing. Maybe because I don't like flight attendants. But they attacked some Spirit Airlines employees. <laughs> 
I'm so were sorry, they flight guys. attendants that they I attacked? Don't, I don't think they were flight attendants. I think they were the people behind the desk that make the announcements. Okay, so not as in. bad as flight attendants, but are those people flight attendants or are they just desk attendants? I think a lot of the time they actually become the flight attendants, don't they? I think so because this this is at the gate. This isn't like at the front of the, of the mm. airport. It's sometimes the, gate. the people at the gate become the people. No, sometimes the people when you put your bag in, they become the people that you see at the gate. Yeah, and you're like, whoa, where'd you come and from? And sometimes people at the gate are the people on your plane, so... It's crazy out there. There's a crazy. lot of stuff going on. There's no rules to this game. <laughs> There's no rules to being a flight attendant. So they attack Anybody them. can do it. They attack them. So basically... It's Florida, yeah? It's Florida. Okay, Makes sense. So it tracks. It tracks. Florida, there you know, go. what are you going to do? So these three passengers were extremely upset when their flight was delayed, and they started hurling items at the employee. They were throwing water bottles and fast food containers, shoes, and other various items. Did they whip up their shoe and throw it like a boomerang? I, I think maybe they were just pulling stuff out of their bags and just throwing it and then some other employees were trying to stop them but eventually they broke through and then started physically attacking this woman like throwing punches and kicking her and stuff i think they were just really upset about getting on a delayed flight you know what it was i mean it's really annoying to have a delayed flight i mean it really is they were probably anti-maskers and they were like we're in florida we're not wearing a mask oh yeah i mean there is a video i actually kind of forgot that that happened during covid but I don't think they were wearing masks, which makes it even more dangerous. But all three of them wow. have been charged with battery. And we'll put the video on our show notes page so you guys can check it out for yourselves. But it's pretty wild. It escalates really quickly. Okay. Well, we do love a good airline fight. We have covered a few of them over the, I was going to say over the years, but we're not even a year old yet. Over the stories, we have covered a few flights. Remember there was that one in Amsterdam or somewhere in Europe where... Uh, the guy slapped the attendant. Yeah. No, she slapped him. Yes. That's right. He was, And then he was like going to hit her. Yeah. He was yelling in her face and spitting in her face. And she just like turned around and goes, uh-uh, not a mine. Bang. She's our favorite flight attendant, by the way. Yes. As far as flight attendants go, she's pretty cool. Yeah, actually. she's pretty cool. And then they ju- that guy looked like he was going to deck her. Mm-hmm. And then the guys jumped on him. And yeah, that was intense. People are very intense when it comes to flights. And if you're in an airport, if you're in a plane... The chances of getting in a fight are much higher than if you were on land or regular And the places. thing is, when you get in a fight in an airport, especially on a plane, you get fucked up legally. Oh, yeah. Like, you get some serious, like, you get jail time. Pretty much any crime committed on a flight is, like, extra bad. Yeah, it's like double points. It's like, uh, slow, for the, points. It's like slow for the cone zone. Yes, exactly. You're going to get all those bonus points. Getting, getting hiked up. So just be on your best behavior. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, check out the video. We'll put it on our show notes page. Okay. All right. I've got two quick in the news this today. Uh, they're sort of travel related. Well, one's about Australia. So it's like, you know, you got to travel there to do it. And it's very quickly. Uh, in a small country town, I don't know why I said quickly. In a small country town of Queensland, Australia, a couple have been banned from going to their local pub. Okay. Their names are Kevin and Carol. Of course they are. And they're no longer <laughs> welcome at the Yaraka Hotel and Pub after they repeatedly had been seen eating food of people's plates, <gasps> stealing keys, like car keys, and oh. sometimes even going to the bathroom inside the pub. Wait, so they didn't buy anything? Yes, they're not buying anything. And the owner of the hotel said, we really don't want them coming, becoming patrons in the hotel because when they do get in here, they behave a bit badly. Oh, yeah, it sounds like it. And so the pair started hanging around the pub after their eggs were abandoned and they were raised near the pub. 
Oh, did I forget to say that the pair were emus? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, their eggs were abandoned? Yes. What? Kevin and Carol, the emus oh that live God. near this hotel and pub, have officially been banned from the pub. There is a rope uh, stopping them from coming into the pub because they got so comfortable just entering the pub and they were coming and just basically eating food off people's plates probably just pissing and shitting in the pub and they would, I guess maybe the shiny keys, they were like stealing people's keys. So now they have an official uh, rope barrier to stop these emus from coming into the pub. So they're having that a not-so-bon-voyage right now. That was the most adorable plot twist I could ever think of. I was just thinking of this like sketchy couple that was like, yeah, no, I'm just eating this food. And I was like, I'm going to take your keys. Yeah. And then you said going to the bathroom in the pub. And I was like, well, that's not that bad if they're using the toilet. Yeah. But if it's an emu, they're probably not using the toilet. Oh, no, they're not. They're definitely not. Oh, Carol and Kevin. They're so cute. Yeah. You can actually find a video of them. Uh, <gasps> we'll, put a, we'll put a link in the show notes. I need to see that video. Oh, my God. That sounds adorable. Yeah. And the other quick one I had was about Vietnam, and it's obviously COVID-related, but it is a not-so-bon-voyage for about 80,000 people because oh. the tourist region of Da Nang is uh, three people recently tested for COVID there, and now they are evacuating like 80,000 people from that tourist region and sending them back. Back to where they back, come from? Back to where you come back, from. Back from whence they came? Yeah. So do you know Vietnam has been killing it with their COVID control? Wow. They've registered less than 500 cases and no deaths. Holy and, moly. And Vietnam has actually seen a massive, because international borders are still closed, um, but foreign tourism, like domestic travel, has become a huge like boom for the country. Really? So, yeah. Apparently, people are traveling in Vietnam, but because of a couple of COVID cases, they are over four days, starting on Monday when you're listening to this podcast, they are using four days and over 100 flights and they're basically just shipping people out of the area as quick as they can back to one of Vietnam's other 11 cities, like wherever they're from. Wow. So It's like mass, mass evacuation slash not so bon voyage for 80,000 people. All because of three cases. Growing cases, yeah. Wow, they're really acting quickly. Good for them. We, I, we can take a little lesson out of their book, huh? Yes. I think they had 100 days with no COVID cases. And then a few COVID cases came. So they were like, hmm, okay. Complete lockdown. So, yeah, US, listen up. Why do we have so many cases? This is ridiculous. We dumb. Uh, let's go to Vietnam. Okay. <laughs> so, can we go to Vietnam or not? No, no international travelers are allowed there at the moment. At the moment. Okay. So, you can't get in. So, we're not going to Vietnam. We're not going we're to good Vietnam. Good to know. We're good, good to, know. to know. Keep it on my radar yep. for when we can go. Okay, well, that's very, very interesting. Yeah, I'm two still quick thinking ones. about the emos. Yeah, I know. That was such a good plot twist. I did not see that coming. Good. That was the plan. That was great. <laughs> okay, are you ready for my main story? We've got, is it like an old school main story where you get into some juicy details? Yes. I love it. I've actually really missed these. Oh, good. But it's not like a survival story kind of thing. It's more just like this could happen to anybody and it's just like a bad travel day. Okay, so will there be it's some- relatable. Will there, will there be some lessons learned? Yes. Definitely. Great. Let's get into it. Okay, let's get into it. So strap in because it's a little bit of a longer story than we've been doing. It's kind of old school, like our longer story. So whatever. But I know but y'all. Whatever. I know you guys like that. So yes. here we go. So I think I named the story, but I'm. I feel like that'll give it away. So I'm not going to tell you what it's called. Okay. It's a no name. 
You know, I like my no names. Yeah, Chris, we're, go- we're really going back to the original roots because Christine <laughs> right? can't name stories. Old school. So this story comes from a post on the travel blog, Angelina Travels. Okay. So Angelina wrote a story about her friend Eileen, who runs the blog Points in a Passport. Okay. Although I think it's that blog doesn't exist anymore because I couldn't find it. Okay. But shout out, shout out to those ladies, those traveling ladies. Okay. So this Shout out Angelina. Shout out to all the pair. Yeah. So this is an airplane story. And even though this is a not so bon voyage, obviously something bad happens, but it made me miss flying so much and being on an, in mm. an airport. I was actually thinking about that the other day for the first time. Like I know like it pops into my head every now and then, but I was actually thinking about the idea of being at an airport, boarding a plane, Ugh. being like actually on a plane. And it, I felt very nostalgic about it. Right. It feels so old school. Like, yeah, because we haven't been on a plane since last year and that's a long time for us. And it just feels so oh my God. distant memory. We haven't taken a flight in 2020. Isn't that weird? This is at by far the longest we've gone without a flight. Oh, by far. I mean, there was, I think 2016 was a really big flying year. I think we took like 40 flights Ugh. around Europe and things. Oh crazy. my God, I can't. We might not be on a plane this year. Right? That is, okay, let's move on. And before this sounds braggy, it's like we travel for work. So we're usually on a lot of planes and automobiles. We don't take take a lot of holidays. We We travel for work. You know what I miss about airports? Nothing. Being able to drink at 10 a.m. with no judgment. Yeah, that's fair enough. It's great. So let's bring it back to Eileen. This is about her. It's not about us. Okay, sorry, sorry. Let's move on from us. Nobody cares about us. I apologize. So Eileen (laughs) was flying from Phoenix to New York via Detroit. Got it. Got a a layover. Yep, got it in my head. Um, But this is the first leg. So it's a pretty empty flight. So she's able to snag a whole row to herself near the back. I mean, you're winning when you get that. Right? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Like, is there anything better than having a whole... I'm like getting excited thinking about this. Unless she got three chicken dinners because they serve one to each seat. Oh, I don't think that works like that. Yeah, maybe, I don't I think don't. you get the seat next to you. You could say like my husband's in the bathroom. I will have his meal and I will have her meal. Thank you very They're much. They're in the bathroom. They well. all want chicken sandwiches. <laughs> um, so I don't want to jinx myself, but I've actually gotten really lucky with having the whole row to myself many times. Many times. Isn't that crazy? I'm extremely lucky. But it's also super stressful because you get to your seat and you're kind of waiting for the people to sit next to you. That is one of the worst moments when you sit down and you're like, oh, okay, don't want to say anything. Got a seat to myself. And then every single person that walks yes. down the aisle, you're like eyeballing them. And you kind of like being like, hey, that friendly, but you're also giving them that look. It's like, if you sit down here, I'm going to make you pay. I'm going to sleep talk. I'm going to sleep talk and I will steal your armrest with my big elbows. (laughs) I mean, that's just what's going to happen. Oh, and I will get up to go to the bathroom when I don't need to. (laughs) So many times. But it is like that. You're like waiting for like the potential seatmate to sit down. You're like, please, please, please. It's an adrenaline rush. It is. It's like, oh, oh, they're getting closer. And especially when they start to take their bag off and you're like, oh, and they walk past and you're like, yes, (laughs) another one. Yeah. So anyway, she got the whole rotor herself. So okay. get a girl, you win. Three chicken dinners, let's do it. Right. So the plane is still boarding, so she pulls out her laptop to keep working at her seat. Mm-hmm. She's a boss bitch. She's a hashtag girl boss. She's a blogger. Get she it. was a blogger. TBD on what, the status of that. Yeah. But Irrelevant now. Eventually, she has to stow her belongings to adhere to aviation regulation section 7.14. Okay, you're getting very technical here. <laughs> Actually, I have no idea. I just made that up. But okay. we are an aviation law podcast. I so, feel like that checks out. Wait, right? uh, 
about? I'm just running through the codes in my head. What section was it? I said 7.14. Yeah, that is, if I recall, that is. Stow of belongings. That is definitely in the belongings category. Whether it's stowing or whether it's storing, I'm actually not too sure. Okay. Uh, There's some form of uh, placement. Well, we can have our head intern slash assistant. He's actually associate now. Associate. Yeah. We can have our head associate, Comron, confirm yeah. the uh, a- exact aviation regulations okay. since we are an aviation law podcast, yeah. among many other things. I mean, yeah, maybe that would be our bonus show. Yeah. So she puts her MacBook back in its case and pushes it under the seat in front of her. Okay. And she's yep. like, okay, risky move, right? Yeah, but you're in an airplane. You're like, in an where airplane. Where can you go? Right. Yep. Also, my mother once put a full Starbucks coffee in her purse with her laptop and shoved that under the seat in front of her on a plane. That is generally not so recommended. So who am I to judge? That's generally not recommended. I'd say that uh, Starbucks cups, probably not the most sturdy things to put uh, sideways and sc- stuffed into something. Generally don't mix well with uh, electronics either. William's family plays fast and loose when we're traveling. Fast Just and so loose, you guys baby. know, things get crazy. Coffee fast goes everywhere. Loose. It happens. <laughs> So Eileen notices that as the plane is taking off, her laptop and the case had actually slid back to the row behind her. Okay. Now that happens. Oh, I've had things slide. I've had my phone slide off my lap. Well, when you land (laughs) and you have your phone like in between your legs on your lap and it slides and you're like, oh, that is... That's just taken off like a toboggan. That is going to who knows how many so rows far. ahead. Yeah, and hopefully someone is like, "Hey, I have your phone," because you mm. had to be like, "Hey, is anybody can anybody look? in six seats ahead got can, my phone?" Yeah, exactly. It's embarrassing. So, but she has an eye on the corner of it in the row behind her. So she figures once they hit cruising altitude, she can just grab it. She's following the rules, you know. Okay. She's being respectful, so she can kind of see it. She can kind of see it. All right. A few minutes later, she looks and she realizes she can't see the laptop anymore. So she ain't got an eye on it anymore. Dun, dun, dun. So she tries to get the attention of the only other person who's seated behind her because she's like at the back of the plane. Okay. So that's this is this guy who's two rows back. She's like waving at him, but he's per- pretty much just ignoring her. You need to get on that chat thing. You know how you can chat to people oh, yeah. over there? See, I've never worked. I've never had it work. Jules's dream is just to like chat with people in different seats. Yeah, randomly. Yeah. Well, you know, there was that quick tangent. There was that story about a woman on a plane who got like basically um, stalked. Like stalked. Yeah. And not sexually like abused. No, like sexual harassment. Sexual harassment. That's what I was like. Not yeah. abused, not assaulted. Sexual harassment. The guy was like creeping on her heart. He was like, hey, girl in. 27D, like, I see you. And she was like, uh, no, thank you. And he knew her name. That He was an airline employee. We talked about that on this podcast. Yeah, we did. I can't remember when. But yeah, yeah. It was a long time ago. Yeah, but I would love to do that. I would love to message people not randomly. That. No, not that. No, I don't want to sexually harass people. <laughs> so finally, they reach their altitude, and she's able to get out of her seat. So she goes to the row behind her, gets on all fours, and is looking on the ground under the seats. Why didn't she just ask the person, like, for the laptop? Well, he was two rows back. Right, and she okay. was looking in the row right behind her. Oh, okay, so, so she's, she's looking. So she saw it a couple of rows back, but she was just like, "Oh, I'll just look first and see." Totally got it. So, well, she doesn't know if it's with the guy. She just thought she just doesn't know where it went. Basically, gotcha. So the flight attendant is like helping her look. She's like, "What's going on?" And Eileen starts to panic. So it's her MacBook Air. She's a blogger. And if she's anything like me, she hasn't backed up her photos in about seven years. Oh, yeah. So she is... And she won't either. And she won't. She She won't do it. She won't do it. Even if she has a few scares, she still won't do it. Yes. It's 
it's a lifestyle. So fast and loose, baby. Fast and loose. So after ten minutes of frantically searching, she's starting to think that somebody maybe picked it up mm. because the laptop doesn't just disappear into thin air. It doesn't. Now it does it unless you're David Copperfield. David Copperfield. <laughs> is that or is that the Charles David Blaine? Book? David Blaine. No, I think Copperfield is a. Is it is that a Charles Dickens book about a magician? I don't know. I'm going to go with that. So Eileen asked the guy who was seating, seated two rows behind her if he saw anything. He looks around his seat, but he's basically ignoring her, and he goes back to playing on his phone. Mm. So she On her laptop. <laughs> on her laptop. <laughs> Is so, that my laptop? Mm, don't know what you're talking about. Sorry. So she talks to the flight attendant, and she's like, that guy, there's something like sketchy there. Like He's really ignoring me. Mm. This is really weird. But the flight attendant's like, we can't look through people's stuff. Like, What do you expect me to do? That's an Typical interesting conundrum, though. Yeah, I know. They're probably in on it. Yeah, maybe. They're, They're getting in a commission. On it. They're like, sorry, we can't look through their bags. And then later on... They cut the money, they cut the checks, everyone's cutting checks. Everybody's cutting checks. Who isn't? I mean, I don't know. But she is very persistent. So she asks the guy to open his bag for her just for her peace of mind. He opens it, but he puts his hand over part of the bag so she can only see an iPad and a magazine in there. And he's like, see nothing and closes the bag really quickly. But as he's closing it, she catches a glimpse of her laptop. Mm. See, I would just just be like, give me... Okay, let me let me continue with my story. So, and then I'll ask you what you would do because we all know what you would do. I would fucking punch the guy, grab the bag, and then I'd steal his stuff. Um, That makes sense, I guess. Eye for an eye. Yeah. So apparently there was everybody blinds. That's right. So apparently there was a small pink spot on the edge of the laptop where she once spilled nail polish on it, which is like, what are the chances of that? Such a distinguishing marker being on your laptop. Most laptops look exactly the same as every other laptop, right? Mm-hmm. So she could clearly see this pink spot from his bag. So she's like, oh my God, that's my freaking laptop. Like you stole this. So she immediately grabs the laptop from his bag and opens it. And as she opens it, she sees her login screen with her name on it. So she's like, dude, that's freaking my laptop. Damn. So she's trying to show it to the flight attendant, but the guy snatches it back and he's like, you can't steal things. That's mine. And she's like, dude, that has my name on it. But the guy takes it and shoves it back into his bag. So at this point, she's like, cannot believe this guy is blatantly stealing her laptop. So oh, what would, would you have, do at this point? I mean, I would have none of that. Would you get physical though? Absolutely. But it's on a plane. We just sat on a plane. Everything's heightened. I would just take this guy's bag. I would snatch it. I would physically take it off him. I would rip it out of his hands and then I would steal something from his. Mm. Yeah, I'll get real petty. Baby. Okay. I like it. I no, like no, but it. I seriously like I I would just make a huge scene and I would demand I would I would uh I would Hang that guy out to dry. I would present that guy to the public court. I would literally just tell everyone on the plane, hello, everybody, please listen up. This guy has my laptop. I don't think anybody would care. People on flights, half of them are have noise-canceling headphones, wouldn't even hear you. Ladies and gentlemen, I would get on the PA system. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your pas- fellow passenger speaking. <laughs> uh, just to let you know that the man in 27B has my laptop, and if you see him, please give him a terrible look, and if he leaves to get up to the bathroom, Please re-steal my computer for me. Oh, my God. Have a lovely flight, and we will see you when we get to the grounds. That would be hilarious. I would love for you to do that. Okay, so let's let's skip ahead, all right? What did the flight attendants do about this? Because my my guess is they did nothing. They didn't do anything. They basically told her— I mean, typical. I hate to say I I told you so, but you know, it's typical. 
Okay, so the flight's typical flight attendants. They said they're not allowed to ask the passengers to show them anything. Their hands are tied, and they basically say you have to go back to your seat. Now, the head flight attendant does say, don't worry, if it's yours, you'll be fine, and you'll get it back, which I don't know how she said that, but whatever. But Eileen's worried that It is so blatant of that guy. So blatant, right? it is insanely blatant. Also, how did you think you would steal... I mean... A phone or money or a ring, but like something really easily concealable, but a laptop. So, like, how would you think that you would get away with that and that the person wouldn't see it? Like, it's insane. Right? So, Eileen's worried that the guy is going to wipe the computer or hand it to somebody who knows or something to hide it during the flight. Oh, okay. So that when she's like, this is my laptop, see my name's on it, when they land, it's not going to have her name on anymore. Because that's like a key piece of evidence. That is a key piece of evidence. And that would be, that's actually a really good point. I didn't think about that. That would be my concern. That Although, I don't think you can do that. It you doesn't can't matter. wipe it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We're not a tech podcast. We don't know. We definitely are not a tech podcast. So she keeps an eye on him during the flight. And the flight attendant did mention that thieves often drop the stolen item at some point during the flight so they don't get caught. So I Because he's been marked. He's been marked. He's been made. He's been made. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. So Eileen goes to the bathroom a few times but doesn't see her laptop sitting there, you know. Just also, somebody just, else could just pick it up. Just hanging out on the floor. Yeah. Ew. I don't even know if I'd want my laptop after that. That yeah, would be you, so yeah, disgusting. Would. I've seen your laptop. It's disgusting already. That's true. My laptop is very dusty. So when they finally land, the crew makes an announcement that everyone has to stay in their seats. So the police and additional ground crew come on board and they escort Eileen to the front. So she's obviously feeling super uncomfortable. She has to get escorted to the front of the plane with the police. Okay. Can you imagine how embarrassing? You've been in a lot of trouble, and you must come to the front now. Oh, my God. It'd be so embarrassing. So one of the cops gets her story, and another one goes to talk to the dude. And as Eileen's telling her story, she starts hyperventilating. So she's incredibly stressed. Like, I would be freaking out at this point. Thankfully, it wasn't a very long flight. What was it from Detroit to New York? From Philadelphia to Detroit, I think, which doesn't seem like it'd be very far. So it was the first leg of the flight. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so that wouldn't be that. Because otherwise, imagine if you're on an international flight and you had to deal with the stress of like 12 hours thinking that somebody has your laptop. You'd be just so anxious. Especially traveling by yourself. It would be so stressful. Yeah, okay. All right, so shortest flight. Yep, okay. Yeah, but she's still just so frustrated because all of of this could have been resolved hours ago by looking at the login page. Mm -hmm. Boom, bada bing, bada boom. Hey, if you've got nothing to hide, just show the login screen. Case closed, right? Investigating, done. Done. We are detectives. So the cop asks if she has the serial number because that's like the best proof, right? So Eileen remembers that she actually has the original box at her house and she FaceTimes her roommate to get the number. Very smart. You can also get the serial number, I think, via Find My Phone or like iCloud, but anyway. Okay. I think. Yes. So she writes down the serial number, hands it to the cops, At this point, the thief is standing not 20 feet away with her laptop. Eileen can clearly see the pink spot. She's like, this is my freaking laptop. Do you reckon he's wiped it clean at this stage? So the cop grabs the laptop to verify the serial number, and her heart sinks as she sees them hand the laptop back to the thief. And they tell her the serial number does not match. 
Then the cop says that he opened the laptop and saw a white background with Safari and some other applications, but no login, like she said. So she doesn't have a password, like a login password? So she did, but he must have oh, wiped it clean. I think you can make a guest account, maybe? Well, she, he, the cop said there was no name, login, like she was saying. Okay. And the thief was like, I just purchased this from eBay. I haven't put my info on it. Like, it's all clean and yeah, whatnot. whatever, whatever. Right? And so Eileen like, what is happening? This is like, that. this guy's going to get away with it. And both her and the guy had connecting flights. So the police are basically saying like, you know, if you can't prove this is your laptop, we have to let everybody go. So why didn't the serial numbers match? So now Eileen is starting to second guess herself. She's like, is this my computer? Like, am I accusing this random man? That'd be so bad. Right? That's like a, a movie plot twist, yeah, right? Yeah, But she keeps coming back to the pink nail polish, okay? So okay. that's her saving grace. She's like, no, I'm not crazy. Also, she's missing a computer. She's missing your computer, of course. So yeah, it, it so is somebody her laptop. Has it. Yeah. Then one of the Delta staff, because the cops at this point are like, if you can't prove it, we like he's taking a laptop. We got to go. You know, we don't have time for this. They're busy. <laughs> so one we of got the, things to do. One of the airline staff suggests she check the serial numbers on her iTunes account. Ah, that's what I was the same. Yeah, because it's connected to iCloud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, da da yeah. da. Tech technological. Yeah, things. not a tech podcast, but even we know that. Yeah. So basically, the clock is running out. Everybody's watching her. The cops are watching her. The clock is ticking, baby. Can you imagine? I would. She's all alone. Her hands are shaking. She logs into her iTunes on her phone. She has to answer all of her security questions that she set up when she signed up for iTunes when she was. 14 years old. Oh, that's a trip down memory lane. Oh, my God. Can you imagine trying to answer those questions? What is your favorite animal? Uh, I'm a, I don't know. One of them was, who is your best friend? Oh, it was definitely Jenny from <laughs> home economics class. Oh, my God. That would be so difficult to remember who Damn. is your best friend at 14. But she manages to answer the questions correctly, and bam, the serial number pops up. Okay. So she goes to show it to the cops, and they go to verify it on the laptop. Finally, the cop announces she has the number. Ta-da! And the whole plane erupts in applause. Oh, so they're all still on the plane right no, now? No, not really. I'm oh. just kidding. <laughs> That's my, in the movie version. Because uh, I'm picturing this in my head, and she's still at the front, and she's running back, and it's like, tick, 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 and the time's ticking. It's like an episode of 24, and she's running back, and she's verifying, and totally. everyone's, everyone's sitting there sweating, anxious, and a thief is there, and it's cutting back to a lot of tight shots, and then it's like... She has the number. She has the number. And they lift her up on their shoulders and they're cheering. No, not really. I think everybody else had departed by now, I would assume, but I don't know. Fuck that guy, though. But it's fine. She is vindicated and she starts crying tears of joy. Congratulations, Congratulations. And what happens next? So the police have her file a police report and they tell her it's a federal crime. So the FBI has to get involved. Why? Because... Because it's, it's on a plane, I guess. And you're crossing state lines. I guess. Whoa. It's like you're trafficking stolen goods. Yeah, because technically he took a stolen good from one state to another. Ooh. Right? That's heavy. Oh, man. That'd be the difference between getting like probably a slap on the wrist. Not a slap on the wrist, but like not doing time and then like maybe doing like two years or something. Totally. So Damn. an undercover FBI. I mean, don't steal shit. That's what I was saying. Right. Especially on a plane. Don't do crimes on a plane, you guys. Wait till you land. And then steal shit. And then steal shit. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. 
An undercover FBI agent shows up and apologizes for the crime, which I love because she's getting her vindication. Mm -hmm. And they sit the thief down, take away his passport. They get her testimonial. Testimonial? Testimony. Yeah. (laughs) And then they read... Uh, My testimony, I would say two stars. Uh. They read the man his rights, handcuff him, and take him away. And then the ground crew escorts Eileen to her connecting flight, which she makes just in time. So it was a happy ending all around. Yes, but uh, wow, that is a crazy story. That yes. was man, we haven't had a story like that. Yeah, I know it was something different. Yeah, a thiefing story. Mm, a yeah. thiefing story. Yeah, we let's send them more, send more in, guys. Yeah, I know you guys have had some. We've had a few things thieved over the years. That's for another podcast. Yeah, especially on we haven't had anything stolen on flights, but no, it can get pretty gnarly out there. Damn! Oh my god, I just like this story. Like makes me frustrated hearing it. Because it just makes me think, like, if I was oh. there, I would just be like, oh. oh. It must have been so frustrating I for her know. to it, be by herself, having to wait till the end of this fight, knowing, like, questioning your own sanity is mm. pretty gnarly. So, wow. Damn. Way to go, Eileen. Good good work. Good yeah. work, Eileen. Good story. I loved it. Thank you. I loved it. How are we going for time? It's Monday. Remember, guys, on Monday we're doing segments. We're doing different things. This week we had a story, which was great. Yes, we loved did. It. And you said something about a new segment? I have a new segment. You have a news segment or I, it's a new segment? It's a new segment. Okay, love it. So I, 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 it's a working title. If you guys can think of a good title for this segment, hit me up. HMU. For now, it's just called Bad Reviews. Okay. All right. So just before we get started, before you explain what this segment is, I don't know what the segment is, but uh, Christine does need help with titles. So I'm so bad at titles. So do I hit her I could write up. a whole book and not have a title. Hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at NotSoBonVoyage, or you can visit the website at NotSoBonVoyage.com and you can send us a message. Please help Christine. Hashtag help Christine with a new title. Go exactly. for it. All right, let's let's tell me in the void just what this segment is all about. Okay. So it might be a little bit confusing because I named it bad reviews, but mm. basically I'm gonna be reading bad reviews of very famous places. Just you? Uh, we will be re- sure. We'll both do it. No, well, it'll be a, a group segment. But today I you didn't know about it, so only uh, only I have That's the reviews. True. Okay, so what are we doing? You tell 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 so us again. This one, so basically, I'm going. We will be reading negative reviews of famous landmarks, locations, places around oh. the world, places that normally get good reviews, but maybe some people are just very picky. I like it. Now, this is good because on our Voyager chats, for those who listen to our Voyager chats, obviously everybody because you love them. We asked people a question, which is, "What is the most overrated attraction or landmark that you visited?" And I think this is a really interesting question because so many times, like some people say, you know, the Eiffel Tower is their most favorite place and some people say it's the most overrated. And a lot of them are to do with people's personal experience at that location or that attraction or landmark. So I think that these bad reviews are going to be really interesting because I feel like hopefully anyway, they have a story behind them that is kind of like a not so bon voyage. Yes, that's exactly right. So yes. it's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. Okay, so you, so we're going to look at famous ones. So what, what are you covering today then? So today I'm covering a very famous landmark. So this was somewhere that was named from our Voyager chat from last week mm-hmm. as their most overrated landmark, oh. which was Jared Salem. Times Square. Times Square, Time yes, Square which I York. thought was really, that was a very good one. It was a good one. So Times Square in New York City, famous for um, like... 
advertisements, uh, advertisements <laughs> and, TL, TRL, and lots of like kind of like uh, Hollywood, like uh, what is it? The it's walk, just a whole mess. Yeah, just like the what do they call like the people who dress up and yeah, the, you know, the walk, the walk of fame. Yeah, yeah, but the people who dress up and the news ball drops down and just basically an overrated. And Jared thought it was overrated because basically it is just a huge advertisement space. Facts. That's Facts. But some people love it, it. Some people love it. Do they? Oh, actually, it was really good reviews on okay. TripAdvisor. So, but I will be reading the one-star reviews. Okay. Okay. I, so, I like this segment idea. And these do have titles because I didn't title them. Okay. So the first one is called Hell on Earth. Wow. That is a strong start. Right? That is a very strong start. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this is the review. This place is torture. Mm. Morons and slime balls converge <laughs> on giant shopping mall from hell. White sneaker tourists, please don't think this is NYC. FYI, they sell M&Ms everywhere. Bang. Coming Bam. off. Coming off. Be- very hot. <laughs> this place is torture. Oh, my God. Yeah. I like slime balls, was it? Yes. I also like giant shopping mall from hell i feel like that's probably a pretty accurate that is a pretty accurate description um, they saw m&ms everywhere is probably in reference to the m&m store that people there. go bananas about yeah but i don't know if they're just like selling m&ms on the street like yeah, it's like I some guy's got a coat full of m&ms he's like moron what is, flavor you want yeah moron is also a really great uh term to call someone because it's kind of it's not like too harsh but just be like moron yes <laughs> okay this next one is also called hell on earth so well, there's a, a theme. theme here there's a theme here Okay, go to NYC, they said. It's the best city on earth, they said. Oh, I love these ones. Times Square is incredible, they said. Incredible, it most certainly is. People doing everything they can to separate your bucks from your wallet in what can only be described as a cathedral of consumerism. Mm. I I love that. It's like poetic. It's very poetic. I hated it. <laughs> I love it at the end. It's it's very poetic. And then just at the end, I hate it. Okay, so this Wait, has one more line. I need a week in the mountains to recover. I feel dirtied by it. Okay. So this is oh, this is funny, these bad reviews, because these are like people's not so bon voyage, like in a snippet. Like this is like the equivalent of just a shot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes the long stories are like a long drinking session and the the shorter stories are like sitting down for a few cocktails and this is like a pow. This is a shot, a shot of not so bon voyage. Yes. Okay, I have a couple more. All right, let's go. Quick. Okay, the next one's called gross with three exclamation marks, four Ooh, exclamation that's marks. That's when you know they mean business. So we saw two homeless people having sex on the sidewalk. Uh, that was actually called performance art, but anyway. Yeah, don't be judgmental, <laughs> please. There's an off-Broadway on there's an yeah, off-Broadway exactly. show. No less than 20 homeless people begging for money. So I guess that's a, a bit of a homeless area. Yep. Trash and more trash and more trash and overflowing garbage cans. Mm-hmm, I mean, it's okay. New York. Come yeah. on. The smell of feces and garbage mixed with some type of mystery meat being sold from carts. There wasn't. Uh, they, I bet you they were delicious hot dogs, by the way. Right? Maybe bacon wrapped. I don't mm. know. If that's a New York thing. I think that's the San Francisco thing. Yeah, actually. maybe. There wasn't enough Purell in the world to make you feel clean after one trip along the sidewalk. Wow, that person really did not enjoy it. No, they did not enjoy. They it. really did not enjoy it. That could be the strongest <laughs> one yet. Okay, this is my last one. This is just titled "Avoid." I went here, and now I know why people avoid it. Firstly, there are strange adults in costumes that want to hug you, which I found quite disturbing. Yes, that is very disturbing. It's comparable to Rikers Island, so avoid, please. 
Wow. wow. That okay. is hardcore. Strange so people- adults in costumes that want to hug you. That's probably the most intense description of like comic book characters wanting photos. And what if you have a, if you have like a fear of clowns or people dressed up, Ooh. then you are really going to have a bad time. You're not going to like it. I mean, compared to Rikers, Jesus Christ. What's Rikers again? Rikers is a jail. Ah, okay. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Well, that was a solid start. And I have to say that I love this new segment. Um, I hope you guys do as well, Voyagers. We would love, first of all, Christine needs a new name for it because I think yes, bad, reviews bad Reviews is just a little bit too simple. It's too on the nose. It's too on the nose. Uh, we need something a bit flashier, flash in the pan. What does mm-hmm. that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Something. Uh, something. It means definitely means something. And also, uh, okay, so this is going to be a segment we both do. So we're going to look up places and maybe we can trade bad reviews. Maybe this is something we can, yeah? Yeah, I love it. Okay, cool. So we need suggestions for places to look up then. Yes. We will go. We will probably go towards some of the things that our Voyager chats have already said mm-hmm. and find those ones. But hey, if you know somewhere that you didn't enjoy and you have recommendations for places to look up that you think are shit, uh, <laughs> we will do the research and find some of the funniest bad reviews because there are endless places to look up. Even the best places in the world, like... You could look up your favorite place and it will have a ton of one-star reviews where people hated their time there. And I can just imagine that we're going to come across some very, very funny reviews. So I love it. Yeah, we should do like Alcatraz or Fisherman's Wharf, actually. Yeah, all right. You said that was your most overrated place. Yes, so many places to research. Love it. Love this episode. Hope you guys did as well. I think that's it for this week. Yes, that's it. Wrapping up our Monday episode. Remember, uh, just a quick update. We are just doing Mondays now. We are going to blend all of your favorite segments into Monday's episode. So if you like the stories that we tell each other, if you like our stories, if you like Voyager chats, they're all going to be here on Mondays. We're just going to rotate them. We're going to keep it fresh. We're going to continue to bring you the best in the news stories, the best Voyager interviews, the best submissions. Remember, your submissions are always most welcome on Not So Bon Voyage and some bad reviews and some other fun segments. Oh, yeah. We got a little mixed. It's a mixed bag. It's a mixed Mixed bag. nuts. It's a potpourri, if you will. Yep, love it. Okay, guys, remember, we would love you to follow our journey on social media at Not So Bon Voyage on Instagram and Twitter, where we post updates. We also post videos of the uh, the podcast episodes. Yes, we do. Yeah, you can come see our see pretty our faces. faces. If you don't know what we look like by now. Get excited. Get excited because here we are. <laughs> All right, guys, until next week on Monday, remember to stay safe on the road if you're traveling. And if you're not, make sure you tell us about it. Peace. Bye.